0: Thank God for our church mother, Mother Hamilton. Amen. All the saints from Belgrade and South Bay and of course Closon and Montura. Thank God for everybody here today. Amen. But you need to hear what God's word is saying. Amen. is the fourth chapter. And the angel that talked with me came again and walked with me as a man awakened out of his sleep. The angel that talked with me came again and walk with me as a man awakened out of his sleep. And, and to be honest with you, that's when I heard that word yesterday. I was halfway. Th- I'm going to tell you something. When God speaks to us, you are not 100% alert. Because you and your, fl- your flesh is your worth hindering. That flesh has to be almost sleep. Or you can kill your own flesh by fasting and praying. And when that flesh is weak, that's when God is strong. So uh, that word I heard yesterday about God has done marvelous thing. I was just, I was I started out praying, but I went to sleep. And when I woke up, I to write it down real quick I just heard that. And when God says something, he means what he say. Amen? But the angel that talked with me came again and, and not woke awakened me as a man out of, a man that's awakened out of his sleep. Amen? And what God gave me, you know, uh, the angel came and talked. You know, some angels talk. And some angels don't talk. They just do what they got to do. God get them a test to do. Amen? But what this really means, God is getting ready to start talking again. And God knows when God started talking, let God's word be true. And let every other man be a liar. Okay, what they say. Amen? We got to hear what God is saying. Amen? So God is getting ready to start talking again. And what he'll do, God speaks sometimes. And then, uh, you know, uh, you can't hear from God. And when you can't hear from God, you're supposed to feast off what God has already spoken. You stand still, amen. amen, and you see the salvation of God. But God is getting ready to start talking, and you need to pay special attention. Male, female, young and old, teenager. Amen, you need to hear what God say because we don't know what we're going to be facing next week. Amen? Y'all going to hear me in a minute. Talk to me somebody. And the second verse said, And said unto me, What seest thou? See, God asked him, What did he see? And he said, I looked, and behold, a candlestick of gold with a bowl upon the top of it, and his seven lamps there are, and seven pipes unto the seven lamps with, uh, which was upon the top there are. You know, so uh, the way that God talked to us, listen, saints, is through dreams and visions. Or else the spoken word. Amen. God don't just talk one way. He speak through dreams. He speak through visions. And sometimes he'll give a word. But whatever way God speak, you need to hear that. Because it is your life. It's going to affect you in one way or another. Do you love me church? I'm going to preach in a minute. Y'all ain't heard me yet. Thank you Jesus. And we saw this third verse and uh, two olive trees by it upon the right side of the bowl and upon the left side there. Y'all bear with us. Thank you Jesus. So I answered and spake unto the angel that talked with me saying what are these my Lord? Because see you know seeing all these visions. See I'm learning that so much now because I do have visions and a lot of vision that I do not understand. And when you don't get the understanding of the vision it ain't going to do you no good. If, if, you don't un- if you don't know what God is showing you, and, and, or what God, it, it's not going to do you any good. It's just like a person that's talking in tongues or praying in tongues. Your spirit pray, but your understanding is, is no good. Amen? So when God shows us these things, we need to talk back to God. Amen. Amen? Now look what it says right here now. And I answered and spake unto the angel that talked with me, saying, What are these, my Lord? He asked the question. What are these, my Lord? thank you. In other words, do you know what uh, uh, so do you know what, so when God talked to you, do you know what God is showing you? Amen? And the man said no. And so what it says, you know, uh, y'all bad with us hear what, the word of, hear what the word of God say that's coming to you. Let the word of God work. See, when you don't know what the word of God is saying just, just be quiet and let the word work. Oh man, y'all gonna hear me in a minute because y'all ain't heard me yet I promise you, you're going to hear me in a minute. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So I answered and spake unto the Lord, What are these, my Lord? And the angel that talked with me answered and said unto me, Knowest thou not what these be? And he said, No, I, I don't know. I mean, tell God I don't know. Some folks can't tell God they don't know. Y'all but say, me? but if you don't know, you don't know. I didn't have, I'm telling you, the last six years of my life, and I've been preaching f- for... For over 20 years. But the last six years of my life. I have had so many visions. And to be honest with you. I only know what maybe 10% of me. Amen. But guess what. God going to talk again. He's, he's talking again. And this time I'm getting more for understanding. We need to tell God. God I don't know. What are you saying to me God. Amen. Thank you Jesus. Hallelujah. Y'all bear with us. So uh, the fifth verse. And the angel talked with me, answered and said unto me, Knowest thou what these be? And I said, Know my Lord. Amen. So uh, the word of God, now listen to me, saints, real good. The word of God forms visions and dreams. And if you believe the vision or the dream that comes from the Lord, Amen, amen that God has formed, the word of God bring those visions and dreams into reality. The word of God literally forms vision. That's how we get visions. He said in the last days I'm going to pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and daughters are going to prophesy. That's the word of God. Then he said young men going to see visions. Old men going to dream dreams. But those dreams and those visions are literally formed by the word of God. The word of God forms vision. And then it brings that vision, what you saw. Into existence, if you believe the word of God that has come unto you, God will show you something in a vision through the word of God, and if you believe what God has showed you, that same word will make that vision come into reality. Lord, help us. Amen. Before we had this church, this way everybody used to sit on the corner and, and uh, the guys played ball, and you know they all uh, sit on their cars and play their loud music. Amen. And then God has. I used to preach across the street over there. On the park over there. Amen? And then God showed us a vision of this church, but not where it's there. I didn't know where it was going to be at. But the fact of the matter is, when we believe the vision, then God bring the vision to reality. That's how come it's so important for you to be in a church where God is preaching, and where every now and then a vision is being shown? Because without a vision, the people will perish. And then even after you get the vision, you got to understand the visions. Every true vision come only from the word of God. Amen? The word of God creates and forms visions. And when you believe the vision that God has shown unto you, Amen? He brings that vision into reality. That's how he made the world. First, God saw it in the vision. And what God saw in the vision, he said, You know what? I'm going to make that. And it came about. See, that's how your faith gets built. That's what really makes us like God. Amen? Psalms 82 says, ye are God. Because God has visions. God speaks in vision. And then God, he said, let there be light. And there was light. And the evening in the morning was the first day. Amen? Amen? And God said, let there be giant whales and fishes and all kinds of animals. And so he saw it in a vision that came from the word of God. And then because God is God... And God is nothing but faith. His faith brought it into reality. Now, I ain't talking about no crazy dreams now. Nah. No dirty dreams. No lying visions either. Talk to me somebody. But you still got to have faith. See, that's how you get faith in the first place. God will show you something. And when he show it to you, it builds your faith up. Amen? And then your faith, uh, the vision that God showed you through the word of God, Amen. It brings that vision or dream into reality. It's going to happen. My God, my God, my God. Y'all ain't heard me yet. I don't want you to miss this because God knows you don't some strange things are happening and you need God to talk in your situation because He showed sure talking in minds. Amen. Thank you Jesus. Do y'all love me? The sixth verse again. He answered and spake unto me, saying, This is the word of God to the rubber bear. So he asked him, the angel, the fifth verse, the angel talked with me and answered me and said unto me, Do you know what these be? And he said, No. What he really was talking about was that second verse. When he saw uh, a candlestick of gold, a bowl upon the top of it, and seven lamps, and, and these pipes and all this stuff. He saw all of that and he did not know what it was. But what he really saw was the word of God in a vision. My God, my God, my God. Thank you, G. Hallelujah. So uh, 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 he answered and spake. The sixth voice, this word. uh, He answered and spake unto me, saying, this is the first said, Do you know what you see? Do you know what that golden pipe is and all that? Those lamps and all that? Do you know what that? He said, I don't know what it is. I don't have a clue. But it was the word of God. Talk to me somebody. And the only way to know the word of God. You got to follow on. You got to keep on hearing from God. You cannot take God. And mix him up with everything in the world. Amen. Matter of fact it was called unleavened bread. Unleavened. Leavened means yeast. It means bread without, without anything. You, can't, you cannot take the word of God. And add it to all kind of mess. It got to be pure. Let it work. If you miss the word of God with anything, it won't wake. Talk to me, somebody. I'm giving the preaching now. Y'all ain't heard me. Thank you, Jesus. So, uh, thank you, Jesus. So, uh, back to that second verse again. You know, that candlestick of gold, the seven lamps, and all that stuff was nothing but the word of God. That came to the prophet to build the rubber bell faith. See, the word of God came to that man, and it was the word of God, but he did not know what it was. It was the word of God, and I don't know about some folk, but God knows the word of God comes to me, and it behooves you to hear what the word of God is saying unto you, because the man was well, he said, I don't know what it means. He answered and speaking to me, this is the word of God to Zebubabel. Y'all, y'all bear with me. Not by might, and that's what the word says. Not by might and not by power, but by my spirit says the Lord of hosts. So back to the second verse again. You know uh, what he was really showing here in that second verse, uh, the candlestick of gold and all that kind of stuff. That was the word of God that came to the prophet. Amen. And so that the prophet could speak to, rubber, to the rubber bear, cause the rubber bear was trying to rebuild the temple. Amen? And he had great opposition. And see, the temple really is the body of Christ. Anytime you're trying to build God's temple, there's going to be opposition. Amen? Anytime you're trying to build a true place that God can come in, there's going to be great opposition. So you need the word of God to come unto you. Amen? And what the word said was, not by might, not by power, but by my spirit. That was the word. All of those seven lamps and, and the, all that stuff was nothing but the word of God that came to him in a vision. Y'all ain't heard me yet. Somebody act like I'm speaking Spanish today. Or French. Amen? Are you following me? So, not by my... Look at that verse again, saying, the sixth chapter. He answered and spake unto me, saying, This is the word of the Lord to the Zerubbabel saying, whenever the word of God comes, it always comes saying something. And if you don't know what it's saying, it won't do you no good. So the word of God that is coming to you today by Fred Gamble is saying not by might, not by power, but by the spirit of the Lord of hosts. I'm going to explain it to you. In other words, not by what God spoke to me, not by your wits. The word of God do not operate by your wits. Amen? Wits means the power of intelligence, opposite, uh observation, y'all help me with these words. Y'all know country. Observation, uh, keen perception, ingenious. You know, uh, con- being contrite or smart or your skill. So the word of God do not operate by your wits, by your natural skill, by your schemes by your plot. See, church folks need to know this because the biggest plot in the world is in the church. Church folks study plotting. And God ain't said nothing because God don't plot. God don't move with plots and schemes and conniving and jiving. God don't move like that. God move he said not by your wits, not not, not by your skill Amen? Not, not by your ability to, 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 to fool somebody. God don't move like that. Amen? The word of God that came to Zerubbabel it was not by might. Amen? Not by natural power. The word of God moved by the spirit of God. Amen? How many of y'all hear me? I'm going to read that again. Y'all, y'all ain't got that yet. Not by might. The word of God came to this man. First of all, God took his time. It was so important for you not to miss it. So when he started having those visions of those seven lamps, that caught his attention. See, God got to get your attention before you can even hear what God is saying. So he showed him the seven lamps and the pipes and all this kind of stuff and and and, 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 and what is it? I don't know what it is. It is nothing but the word of God because the word of God, what it do, amen, the word of God creates and forms visions. And if you believe the vision, amen, or dream that the word of God has created, then God brings that vision into reality. It happens. It happens. That how come in an old-fashioned pen of concentration, the prophet would stand up and say, I see you doing this for him. I see that. And that was the word, if he was true. And if you believe that word, it literally created, it brought it to pass. That's the same way that God made the heavens and the earth. God saw it. And then he spoke it and it came to pass. So it is very important to have visions because without a vision, you will perish. Without a vision or a dream from God, you will never have what God got for you. Amen. But if you're going to have a vision or a dream that come from God, you need to know that it is not by might. God said by wits, by your ingenuity. By something you done schemed up. Amen? Not by your ability, amen, to contrast or uh, 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 to be contriving. Amen? To be trickery. It don't operate like that. But the, but, the, but the word of God, it operate by his spirit. The spirit of God operate by the word of God. The spirit and the word, they are one. And this last day church has gotten so far from God's word and God's spirit. They got all kind of mess in the house of God that you can't find in the Bible nowhere. And they think you're going to make God move on that mess. God is not the author of confusion. And what there's envy and strife is, there is confusion and every evil way. The word of God do not, do not operate by my might or by my power. The word of God operate by his spirit. Amen? Amen. Talk to me, somebody. Amen. So he answered and speaking to me, saying, This is, do you know what to see first? Well, it is the Word of God. The Word of God creates and forms vision. If you were aware of this, you'll see more vision. I used to have visions before I knew it was a vision, I didn't have a clue of what it was. I was working at Wrinkle, I was in my 20s, a young man. And, uh, we was in a church and some things was getting ready to happen. And I went and I was staying in a, in a trailer mobile home at that time. I went and laid on my couch As I got from work. I was on a fast. I was on a four day fast, And I had a vision of two goats. I saw two billy goats. And they had like a hula hoop ring on their horn. And they were pulling. They, was stretching the horn. they were stretching that ring. They were stretching that ring. They were pulling against each other. Pulling that ring. And I said, what in the world? I thought, I said, this is some crazy stuff. You know what God told me? I was young then, but he was teaching me the word of God. He said, the hula hoop ring that you saw are my people. That's what he told me. And them two goats that you seen, supposed to be my preachers. And he said, they don't care nothing about the people. They don't care if they tear them apart. They're just pulling. They were just pulling. Two preachers pulling again. That was the word of God. And God told me, don't be like that. Now, he said, you're going to preach. Now, you're going to, you're going to be to accused of tearing up churches, but you ain't going to never ask nobody to come to your ministry. The word of God is going to draw them. You ain't going to go out and scheme and try to steal members. <laughs> Amen? But that was the word of God. It was a vision. And that's the, really the first vision that I really uh, uh, understood that came in my mind. But that's how you really get Knowledge. Amen. And before I knew it, I was in the middle of this thing too, because it happened in my church. <laughs> Next thing you know, the church split. Come on, somebody. Right. Y'all to say amen. amen. So uh, when two preachers get together and start fighting each other, or oh, two denominations start fighting, and the focus is, is ripped and torn apart. God told that to me. So that's how come out understanding visions more and more. So God told the, I mean Zachariah, this vision amen to the, to the y'all help me the rubber bear amen and the rubber bear had to learn something because he had great opposition just like men of y'all got great opposition amen. and people and church folk think that when folk fighting them they supposed to go out and fight and act a fool and when you start fighting God gone y'all about to say amen are you following me it is not by might nor by power but by his spirit the word of God operate through the spirit of God the spirit of God is for its pure, and all of us have been guilty of fighting our own battles, and that's when that how come when I come, God never moves because you get in the way. Y'all, better say, amen. Lord, have mercy. Hallelujah! So he answered the sixth verse again. He answered and spake unto me, saying, "This is the word of the Lord unto the rubber because the rubber bell thought he had to fight his own battle." Not by might, not by your wits, and how smart you are, and how much experience you got, but by my spirit, saith the Lord of hosts. So that really means that you're gonna need the Holy Ghost. Most churches don't even speak about the Holy Ghost no more. Y'all must say Amen, man. That they ain't heard that word in so long. Amen. And some folks think they're so smart, think they can beat the system. Amen think they know how to do this. They know how to manipulate. They know how to to trick folks. Amen? But that ain't how God moved. Amen? God moved through the word of God. And sometimes before the word of God come, God show you visions. And that vision is supposed to build your faith. Amen? See, when God show you these visions, even you, Brother Cooper, you're going to face something. You got to remember what God say. Paul told Timothy... To remember the prophecy. Because see, this stuff come to edify you. To build up your faith. But when God says something, if you believe it, it's going to happen. Because the word of God, it brings that vision, amen, or that dream into reality. If you keep believing it. Just because you're going through difficult, what did God say? You need to go, I don't care what you're facing, because you're going to face stuff out there. You're going to face people that want to fight you. You, you're going to face folks that want to make you fight. But the word of God said, not by my, not by but by my spirit. What did God say? Amen. The word of God do not move by my small or my wits. Amen. I'm smarter than you. I'm faster than you. I can talk better than you. I'm quicker than you. You don't know what I know. Child, you don't know my, God don't move like that. God moved by what he said and what he put in the mouth of that prophet. Talk to me, somebody. And you start believing it. And you see things start happening. He said in one place, Vision, Terry, you wait. If God speaks, you wait on it. At the end, it's not going to lie. It's going to speak. It's going to come to pass. Thank you, Jesus. How many learn something? I mean, it, it, it's so easy to go to church and get caught up in some kind of program or ceremonial stuff when God ain't said, and that ain't nobody heard from God, ain't nobody prayed. I'm laying on my bed half-sleep yesterday, and I don't know where it come from. I said, Tricia, write this down real quick, because I heard God speak to me. And it said, God has moved. How, did, how was it? God has done. Now, God has done great and marvelous things. See, that's the word of God. You can take that and apply it to your situation. Amen? Things could be looking all funny and mercury, but when God speaks, that's the word of God that come to you. Now, if you believe that vision, God will bring that into reality. That marvelous and great thing will take place in your life. Whew. Lord, have mercy. God has done great. I said, write it down because I used to lay there and keep trying to pray, and then I forget. And once you forget what God said, you have lost the vision. Now, I know it's different today, because a lot of folks are going through a difficult situation. They don't know how to wait on God. They don't know how to get the answer from God. They don't know how to get the blessing out of God's mouth. Amen? Thank you, Jesus. I mean, how do you think Israel made it in the Bible days? And the Bible said, first of all, Israel was in Egypt. For 400 years. And then one day God spoke to Moses. And told Moses, I have heard the cry of my people. And I am come down to deliver them. And then God began to show Moses all these visions. What you got in your hand, A rod. He throwed it down. It turned to a snake. He said, don't be scared of it. Catch it by the tail. Y'all better say amen. It was that word. It was that word. Amen. And when God got ready to bring them out, amen, it was that God showed Moses' visions. And God brought those visions into reality. So when Moses got down to the Red Sea, he already knew what to do. Because he had already seen it in a vision. When he got down to the Red Sea, he stretched out his hands. Or he stretched out his rod and the water stood upon a heap and the children of Israel went cross on dry land. And when the Egyptians assailed to do it, the water came again. And they died. Thank you, Jesus. Somebody say something. Hallelujah. Do y'all believe it? Thank you, Jesus. Lord, how mercy. Thank you, Lord. So let's go somewhere now. The seventh verse. It says, Who art thou, O great mountain, before Zerubbabel? See, this is still the word of God. Thou shalt become a plain... And he shall bring forth the headstone that I will shout, grace, grace unto it. So Zerubbabel had this great opposition, this great mountain. Amen. This, this, this insurmountable task, just like men of you, facing many different things, and you wonder how it's going to happen. But it ain't nothing to God, because God is the one that made the mountain. And if God made the mountain, God is able to remove that mountain. Hallelujah. The mountain shall become a plain. That means a flat surface. Amen. Y'all know they got a place in Georgia called Plains, Georgia. It's flat country. A plain is flat. Amen. But when you're in the mountains terrain, Amen. I don't care how tall that mountain is or how difficult it looks. If you believe the word of God that comes to the man of God, he'll make that mountain a plain. Now remember now. It's going to happen not by might. Not by your wits. Not by your skill. Amen? Not by your means of manipulating and fooling somebody and tricking somebody and trapping somebody, but by his spirit. Amen? Those visions operate, amen, by the spirit of the word of God. Ain't that something? So that means I need to be straight. I need to clean myself up so God can speak and use me. (laughs) How many of y'all hear me? So he said, The uh, bear was trying to rebuild that temple that the enemy had con- continually tore down. The same way our task is to rebuild the temple. And I'm not talking about no structure right now. I ain't talking about no structure in Jerusalem. But the first temple that you need to rebuild is your own body. Your body is the temple. God got to have something to speak through. Amen and he don't dwell in no unclean place. Your body is a temple for the Holy Spirit to dwell in, and if any man defile that temple, it says, God will destroy. Amen? What that really means, God leave that temple. God ain't talking. The word of God ain't coming, and when the word of God is no longer in the church, you see all kind of comedians. All kind of mess going on. Y'all better say amen. All kind of Steve harvest. And all this cussing and stuff. God ain't up in that mess. God is gone. And if you want God to come back in our house, you got to clean the house up. It said in Malachi the third chapter, Behold, I send you Elijah the prophet before that great and terrible day of the Lord. Amen? And he's going to turn the heart of the sons into their fathers and the fathers to their children. At least I come and curse the earth with a church. The world always been the world. But the church got to be the church. The church got to come out the world. God called us as a people out of a people. If you want God to keep talking to you, he ain't going to talk on your terms. He's going to speak on his own terms. John said, I was in the spirit on the Lord's day. And the word of God came unto me. Hallelujah. The same vision that Zechariah saw, John saw it in the book of Revelation. Ezekiel saw it. All of the prophets saw that same vision but that vision was nothing but the word of God. God is constantly trying to speak to us, and we're constantly trying to tell God. Amen? And now in this day and this hour, you know everybody preaching now. Everybody on, everybody on Facebook got a message. And God don't talk to everybody. Amen? Matter of fact, he talked to me every now and then. And most of the time he talking I don't even understand it. He said, "Do you understand?" He said, "I don't know what he said." That, that's name nothing but the word of God, that came to uh, the prophet Zechariah until the rubber bear, tells the rubber bear because the rubber bear was trying to do his own thing, doing little, little dirty tactics underneath the cover fighting, juicing at folks, and God said, "Not by might, not by your wits, not because you're so smart, but by my spirit do the word move." Hallelujah. That's how come the Bible said in one place, not many mighty are called. Not many noble. But God take the foolish things and confine the wise that no flesh will do what? Oh my God. Do you love me church? Thank you. She- that thing, Because somebody faces some stuff. God and told you one thing. God have spoke even through me to some of you amen and told you what he want to do but you are facing this insurmountable uh, opposition you are facing a mountain it seems like there's no way but if you listen to that word of God who is that mountain God created that mountain and if God created that mountain God is able to remove that mountain thank you Jesus it's going to become a plane that means no obstacle how many believe God going to move every obstacle out your way Hallelujah! How many believe that God's going to move everything that's blocking you? Thank you, Jesus. Lord, help mercy. Who art thou, O mountain, before Zerubbabel? Thou shalt become a plain. And he, talking about Zerubbabel, shall bring forth the headstone with shouting, crying, grace be unto it. In other words, you're going to rebuild that temple? You're going to lay that, that cornerstone or that headstone? Y'all going to say Amen. But you're going to do it, it's going to be by a gift. And what you're going to be doing is saying, thank you, Jesus. Because it's not by your might. It's not because you're so skilled and you know how to build a building. Y'all better say amen. But it's by the Spirit of God. You know, I never intended for this church to be this beautiful. When we was building this church, my mama never had a chance to set feet in this church. She only uh, uh, saw a picture of it. And she said these words. She said, well, I done did my job. She came to the storefront. She said, I done did. I was in Alabama. I said, Mom, this is the new church we're building. And when I came, I never expect for this church to be this beautiful inside. I just wanted it anywhere. And when I come back, they done built this big old platform over here. And they done put all that fancy stuff in that lobby out there. I said, wow. And so what God was telling me is not by your might or your skill, but by my spirit. God beautify his house. I just need to believe what God is saying, And God got beautiful things for you. See, see, beautiful really means holiness. The Bible said, worship the Lord, what? In the beauty of holiness. The beauty is, it is not by my skill. The beauty is, I ain't had to fool nobody. The beauty is, I ain't got to trick nobody. Amen? The beauty is, I don't have to pull a wool over nobody's eyes. That's the beauty of it. But it's by his spirit. Talk to me somebody. Y'all better say amen. The beauty is I don't have to pull away a little group. And, and start splitting up and causing the vision. I don't have to do that. Amen. The beauty is I stand still. And see the salvation of God. Whew. And believe the visions. Man we got to get back to visions. Hallelujah to God. Thank you Jesus. Over that church, Eight. Amen. Moreover, the word of God came unto me, saying, "The hands of the rubber bell has laid the foundation of this house, and His hands shall finish it." See, the foundation is laid. First of all, a word of God will come to you, and you will believe. God don't show you everything at one time. You believe that word, and when you believe that word, a foundation is laid, but it is not complete. And it'll seem like it's impossible for you to complete that thing. The devil tell you that you would never have that in your lifetime. It will never happen. So that word came to him again saying that your hands laid this foundation and your hands going to complete that thing. Amen? You need to keep hearing from God. You need God to keep talking. You are going to have what God say. You are going to be the head and not the tail. You are going to be a lender and not a borrower. You are going to be above and not beneath. How many believe that? Thank you, Jesus. It's my God, my God. So you need to get the right folks in your ear and get the wrong folks out your ear. Not only out your ear, but out your business. Tell Lord, thank you. Because see, God, God ain't talking to them. So what they do, they'll ask you your business and then prophesy to you. And you just told them. But when God send the prophet, you don't tell. He just start talking. Amen. Y'all gonna see me? How everything going? How the children doing? How you feeling? Well, I'm not feeling so good. When well, the Lord showed me, you wasn't feeling good. Duh! I just told you I wasn't feeling good. That ain't how God moved. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. When you get Psalm eighty-nine, fifteen, say amen. I'm talking to teenagers, grown folks, children. I'm talking to married folks, single folks. I'm talking to grandmothers. I'm talking to daughters. I'm talking to sons. If you can hear the word of God today, God is talking to you. You got Psalm 89, 15? Look what it says. Blessed is the people that know the joyful sign. They shall walk, O Lord, in the light of thy countenance. It, it, It really is a sign. And why I got up this morning singing that song. See, I, I couldn't sing it in the church. But you should have heard me at the house. You, you would have thought I was a saved John Cash. I had that thing going on. Because before God speaks, he always creates a sign. And blessed is the people that know that sign. You got to know when God is getting ready to speak. God is getting ready to, before God speaks in a vision, he give a sign. It's a joyful sign. Somebody say, I'm, you know, I got this feeling. I, I feel good. I don't know why. But I just feel like something happened. You better believe it. You see, you got to be expecting God to speak. You got to be looking for God to start talking. The angel that's speaking to me, he's talked again. Amen? When Zacharias saw that angel, my God, that angel started talking and started showing him stuff. That means something's going to happen. It's very important for you to understand what God is saying. I don't care what you've been through. I don't care what it look like. It's not by my not by power, but by my spirit. Don't be telling me what somebody else say. And the worst thing you can do is tell folks that don't have a clue about God's power and God's spirit. Child, you got to know how to whack it. You ain't got to wake nothing. You ain't got to go turking. Don't mess with me. Y'all about to say amen? You ain't got to be no liar. You ain't got to be no slickster. Ain't got to try to fool nobody. You know, when I was a teenager, I ain't had many a girlfriend. Because I ain't know how to fool nobody. They had a, <laughs> they had a song up uh, about Michael Jackson back in the day when I was about 18, 19 years old. It was called Off the Wall. I'm trying to talk. I'm trying to mock these other guys. The guy seen the girl say, hey, like wow, baby, like wow, what's up? So looked at me and said, you talk off the wall. I said, what's that? She said, man, go play. My little heart broke. But well, I ain't never know how to fool nobody. Amen? So when I was lying to a girl, I couldn't even talk to her. I couldn't even talk till I got serious. Because I ain't had no game. And that's how I am not. I'm a preacher. I ain't got no game. I ain't got no game. I ain't trying to fool nobody. I ain't stand up in the pulpit trying to fool somebody. Talk to me somebody. My God, my God. That's the way God moves. Not by might, not by your skill. Amen? Not by your wits, which means the power of intelligence, observation. Somebody say, you know, I've been watching that a long time. Yeah, you know, I've been observing. So, duh. King perception. Oh, I've been, I know. I've been watching that. 15, way. Blessed is the people that know, you got to know that joy for The Bible says, if any man be merry, let him sing a song. That's a time to mourn, but sometimes it's time to sing. When God speaks to you, or before God speaks to you, you need to change your tune. Psalms 98 and 1 says, sing unto the Lord a new song, for he has done marvelous things. His right hand and his holy arm has gotten him the victory. God done got the victory and you still mourning. If you don't know what God is saying, you know that joyful sign. You didn't know it's time to rejoice now. Because God put a word in my mouth. And God going to bring that vision to pass. Hallelujah. Blessed is the people that know the joyful sign. They shall walk on the, they shall walk, O oh Lord, in the light of thy countenance. That means I might be still going through something. But my whole face is going to change. Amen. David said, if I was hungry, I wouldn't tell you. Going through stuff, but know what God and already spoke. So I got a smile on my face now. I'm not f- crying no more because I'm walking in the light of his countenance. His countenance or his face is on my face. How many believe God gonna do it? Hallelujah to God. You got to speak prophetically. I don't need to be a muse. I don't need no uh, uh magician, I don't need no sleight of hands. I need God to talk to me. Do you love me, church? Thank you, Jesus. What thy church? Amen? Uh, 16. In thy name shall they rejoice in all day. In thy righteousness shall they be exalted. Praise God. The eighteen verse. For the Lord is our defense. See, what he's trying to tell you is not by your might and your wits. God, or speak a word. And let me tell you something. When God speak that word to you, it's not because you deserve it. See, see, Zerubbabel was going to bring forth that headstone was shouting, grace, grace, grace. Grace means gift. Gift means something. You don't, you don't earn it. You don't deserve it. But you believe the word of God that God put in that man's of God's mouth. You believe that word and that's how you're going to do it. Amen? It's not by your might or your power, by his spirit. That's how the word move, man. Do you love me, church? The 19th verse. Then spake thou in visions to the Holy One and said, I have laid help upon one that is mighty. I have exalted one chosen among the people. See, I'm talking about the vision now. And see, every vision that God creates, that vision is to Jesus. Because what happened is Jesus took your place. And we took Jesus' place. Jesus became the son of man that you and I could become sons of God. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. God sent not his son into the world, amen, to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. The Bible says he that believeth not is condemned already because he don't believe in that name but only begotten son of God which is full of grace and full of truth. That so when they saw John baptizing, they said, who are thou? Are you Elijah? Are you Jeremiah? Are you one of the prophets? He said, I am just a voice that's crying in the wilderness saying, make straight the way of the Lord. Make his path straight. God want to move, but he cannot follow that crooked path. The crooked shall be made straight. The rough place is smooth. The mountain shall be made low. And the glory of the Lord shall be revealed And all flesh. Flesh need to see the glory of God. And not more flesh. We done turned the church into entertainment centers. And they told me that I was old-fashioned and my church was going out of business. They told me that 20 years ago. But since they told me that, God started putting money in my pocket. Amen? God started sending us all over the world. Because the word of God is going to last forever. So he says, let's back up to that 19 verse again. Then thou spake in visions to the Holy One. God speaks in visions to Jesus is the Holy One. But remember, the name of Jesus became a strong tower. That's the name that was crucified, that went down into hell and got up the third day and rose triumph over death, hell, and the grave. Amen. But God speaks to Jesus. And because we are Jesus' brother, because we accept his salvation plan. We become sons of God and Jesus become the son of man. He hung on a cross. He died a sinner's death that I don't have to die a sinner's death. By his strife, I'm healed. He was wounded for our transgression. He was bruised for our iniquity. The chastisement. Chastise means to punish. Amen? The chastisement. See, folks don't realize, when when you sin, man, it ain't going to be no peace until somebody get punished. Every time you sin, there's going to be a punishment. Amen? The chastisement of our peace was upon him and by his stripes he was punished, ye are healed. We all that seek had gone astray. The Lord laid on him the iniquity of us all. Therefore God shall divide him a portion with the strong and with the great because he poured out his soul unto death and he made intercession for the transgression. If he never would have prayed for the transgression, when Jesus, before Jesus went, got ready to die, before he was crucified, I think it's St. Matthew 17, chapter, St. Luke 17, he prayed his prayer. He said, Father God, I pray for all them that thou hast given me. God gave him 12 disciples. He said, I pray for them that thou hast given me. He said, every last one of them is saved except the son of perdition. Judas Issachar was one of the 12, and he was not saved. He said, but not only do I pray for these, but I pray for them that believe on me through their word. The only way you can get saved is to believe on Jesus through the words of his apostles or his prophets. It goes all the way back to the day of Pentecost. Ain't no new kind of gospel. Ain't no Christian science. Ain't no hardly Christian. Ain't no Islam. The only way to be saved, you got to believe on the one whom God has sent. Not Not only did Jesus pray for his 12 disciples, but he believed on all them that believe on Jesus through what the disciples wrote in the Bible. That's how you get saved. It's not about something else. This is a new day, and we they're doing all kinds of mess now. And see, so you're gonna know the tree by the fruit it bear. Folks be telling me all that stuff, and show me show what kind of life they're living. Everybody ain't perfect. but if somebody preached to me, they gotta be living a certain way. And I ain't gonna be I ain't gonna be watching them either. Talk to me, somebody. Do you love me, church? so he said I have found David my servant with my holy oil and I have anointed him he ain't talking about David David was a sinner somebody said David was an adulterer David was a murderer really David that happened one time in his life he committed murder Well, he was talking about the son of David Jesus became the son of David that a man like David can become a son of God amen Jesus came through that lineage. Though thou Bethlehem Judah be least among all the cities of Israel, yet out of thee shall come forth he that shall be ruler of my people, whose going forth is of old. Mary was Jesus' mama, but David, but, but Joseph was not his daddy. His daddy was God Almighty. When God made the heavens and the earth, when God said, Let us make, make man, Jesus was the word that came out of God's mouth. Jesus was in the beginning. Before the world world was even formed, Jesus was known as the Lamb of God. For that purpose, he came. He said, y'all, about killing me? He said, I can pray to my, my father. He'll send 12 legions of angels. He said, but for this cause did I come. He was a lamb that was slain. Amen? So he said, I have found David. Talking about a son of David. Somebody that came through the lineage of David. Joseph and Mary both was of the lineage of David. Amen? And he said, I have found David, a man that was full of ups and downs, full of flaws. Amen? And Jesus Christ came through that lineage. Amen? Thank you, Jesus. Looked like he would have came through Judah. I mean, not Judah, but, but Joseph. Because Joseph was a fruitful broth. If you study the history of Joseph, you discover that he was a clean living man. <clears throat> Amen? But when you read about Judah, there was some bad stuff back in that day. Y'all to say amen. But yet God chose Judah. The Bible said that Mount Zion, which he loved. And he brought Jesus through Judah. In the Old Testament, Judah was never mentioned about a priest. Amen. Melchizedek did not come, amen, from the Le- 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 Levitical priesthood, but he came out of Judah. Let's get through because some deep, my God. Amen. So when God is talking to you if you believe his word. I have found David. Put your name right there. My servant, that's through Jesus. You can only be a servant through Jesus. In the name of Jesus. With my holy oil have I anointed him. With whom my hand shall be established. My arm shall strengthen him. Now why you need strength? Because you'll be going through stuff. The enemy shall not exact upon him, nor the sons of the wicked afflict him. Everybody always talking about what they're going through, what they've been through. But let me ask you a question. Are you still living what well, the enemy has not exact upon you. Amen. You need to believe this word that God put in my mouth. God's finna to do a beautiful thing. As a matter of fact, God has done a marvelous thing. I believe what God say. You believe what I say, you're going to see it come to pass. So he said, My faithfulness and my mercy shall be with him in his name. In my name shall his horn be exalted. And I will set his hands in the seat in his right hands in the river and he shall cry unto me thou art my father my god the rock of my salvation lord he talked about jesus he's not talking about david david had a son named solomon solomon was a horse man solomon had Rehoboth. and then it came up from Rehoboth all the way up to joseph and mary mary was a virgin amen and mary had this son amen And she called his name Jesus because he was named of the angel. He was named Jesus before he was even conceived in the womb. Talk to me, somebody. And he said, uh, this 27th verse said, I will make him my firstborn, higher than the kings of the earth. Amen? Jesus literally is the firstborn of God. Not only is he the only begotten son of God, he is the firstborn. Do y'all hear me? When a Christian die, they go to a place of paradise or rest. It is a beautiful place. It is just like heaven, but it is not heaven. Do you hear me, Saint? Yes, when you die in the Lord, you are aware. Amen? You are very much alive. Amen? But Jesus is the firstborn. He's the first begotten from the dead. Amen. And when the church is raptured, Jesus is gonna come. Do you hear me say? The Lord Himself shall descend from heaven with a shout and with the voice of an archangel. Amen. And the Bible said the dead in Christ shall rise. That means folks that die and, and they are in a place of paradise, peace. They 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 already having a good time. Amen. Their soul is gonna reconnect with that body. Amen. And then they go on in the third heavens. Hallelujah. Jesus he said, I'm gonna make David seed my firstborn. Jesus is literally the firstborn of God. Before Adam was Jesus. The Jews and the Strife and the Pharisees fought against Jesus about doctrine, church doctrine. Tell me, you ain't even Jesus said, Abraham saw my day and rejoiced. The Jews said, you ain't even 50 years old yet. You don't even know Abraham. He said, before Abraham was I am. Hallelujah to God. Before Abraham was I am. I'm Abraham's father. I'm Jacob's ladder. I'm Joseph's sepulcher. Hallelujah. I'm still Mary's baby. Hallelujah. I was Balaam's shallow. I am God Almighty. Hallelujah before abraham was i am abraham saw my day and rejoiced ain't that something because god took that word and wrapped it up in humanity and sent it unto us and that word became a living sacrifice and the only way you can get saved you got to come through him but there's no other name given among men whereby men could be saved but by the name of Jesus. At the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow and every tongue must confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. And some folks ain't going to bow and confess until they find themselves in hell. Now, this ain't Bible right here, but I remember I used to talk to an old lady by the name of Mother Wilhite. When she died, she was about 97 years old. And I used to go sit and talk to her. And she said, come here, baby boy, and let me talk to her. She said, oh, you're a man of God. She said, I don't care how hard you preach. Some people, is just like an old hog. What's what's going on, Mother Weir High? She said, the baby boy, see, in my day, when I grew up, they didn't shoot the hog in the head. They took the hog, and they laid him flat on his back. And they took a knife and cut his throat from ear to ear. And when they had him down there cutting his throat, he'd be like, wee, 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 She said, some folks just like that. She said, they ain't going to hold their hands up to God. They ain't going to try, they ain't going to confess until it's too late. She said, But you preach it, son. She said, But you preach that word. I said, Yes, ma'am. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. God said, I'm going to make him my firstborn. Amen. My mercy will I keep for him forever, and my covenant shall stand fast with him. His seed. Also will I make to endure forever and as strong as the days of heaven. Amen. My God, my God, my God. I ain't going no further. And that's that same word that God put in my mouth. And God is still calling the people out of a people. God is still sending his word. God is still speaking in vision. But most times God speaking in vision. Nobody don't even know what it is. The word of God came to Zacharias in a, in, a, in a vision and he saw seven golden lamps. And he saw candlesticks. And he saw all this stuff. He said, do you know what? I don't know what that is. The word of God that come to you for Zerubbabel. Zerubbabel had to rebuild the temple which represents Israel because when God come back, he's coming back for his temple. He only speaks through his temple. The temple got to be rebuilt. Just like that natural temple in Jerusalem They're going to rebuild it one day. But God got a temple of believers. And that believers is black, white, Hispanic. They come from the the full corner of the earth. And that temple got to be rebuilt. And if that temple is going to be rebuilt, we cannot build no church by wits. By tricking folks. Not by might. Not by power. But by my spirit. The word of God moved by the spirit. It don't move by us tricking and trapping nobody. I know another man went to a church, a young man went to. This happened in Orlando. This man went to church, he was a young fella. Then next day, he was the head deacon. And he ain't never joined the church. how that happen? They tricked him. Wits. Might. God said, God don't move by, 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 by us contriving. And how us plotting folk. But I can tell you who do do it, that they ever do it. When you believe it if you don't believe it, read Isaiah 59. The Bible said they hatch spy they, they 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 hatch they, they hatch conquerors and they weave spider webs. Save folks should not weave spider webs because it said that web shall not become a garment, a spider will put a web in the corner, like a net. And he catches prey. And God don't want you to be like that. Amen. But God moved through his word, through the spirit, through visions. Do prophecy, it build your faith, and you believe God, and he brings you out. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. I ain't got to put that in nobody's food. Talk to me, somebody. Y'all gonna say amen. Let that word come. Keep believing what God say. Keep hearing the vision. Obey his prophet, and so shall you prosper. Believe his prophet, and so shall you be established. Stand to your feet. I ain't going no further. I don't know why I went there today. Because God has given me so much. It's it's crazy. Lord, no. I need to be writing books. And I I am not the fastest writer. Lord, how much. This stuff is awesome. What God is giving me. And what I did not understand. Even the visions. It is the word of God that come to me. And that, that, that vision. It come to build your faith. It come to make you believe. God is up to something so big and inclusive, he have not told me. When I was a young man in my 20s, when I first when I went on a 40-day fast, and I had a vision of Africa. I ain't been there yet. Y'all better say amen. And I had a vision of the whole west coast of the United States, uh, uh, California and Oregon. And I saw that whole place flooded underwater. Amen? But what I did not know then that that is the word of God. Because see, if it's a bad vision, you can pray against it. That's how you know how to pray. If God don't show you a vision, you don't know how to pray. Amen? But I'm telling you, God is up to something big and folks still fighting and playing games. Folks still letting folks trap them. Man, I wouldn't go to now church where I got to be trapped to, to go there. It got to be that pure word. I ain't going to the church because the preacher look pretty or handsome. Y'all going say amen. It got to be the word of God. It got to be that word. And the people that it's associated to with my ministry, it's not the way I look or the way my wife look that draw you, even though she do look good. Tell Lord, thank you. Y'all going say amen. Folks call the house sometimes, uh, my wife comes up to the door, say, uh, can I speak to your daddy? She said, my daddy in Alabama. My dad is 70 years old. And they come in there and say, look, uh, uh, that's your wife, yeah? And I did not rob the trailer. Tell her, thank you. I just look like this. Amen? But it's that word. It's that word. It's that word. You need to give uh, pay attention to what God is saying. And the word that being, you're supposed to preach this thing. Because, see, Pastor Gamma, y'all done heard me say it. I am not an, organizi- an Organizer. I don't organize nothing. I preach. Amen? I don't sit at the, at the board. Of, 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 I'm the chairperson. I don't do that. I'm just a great preacher. But you got a job to do. Because God is finna going to do a great thing. And this same word that God has put in my mouth. He get me to put it in your mouth. Amen? Not only the word, but visions. And I, amen? And I don't count. There's no such thing as you get a greater vision or else he had a greater, ain't no greater vision, it's just the word of God. And because of our intellect and our ability to learn, God speaks to us in different ways. Up until nine years ago, I didn't have a Greek dictionary. The only thing I had was this. Because when I was eight years old, I was hit by a car and pronounced dead. And I I did not learn like other children learn. I did not sit in the classroom and learn. I I went through high school. I finished high school with a B average. But I learned, I spoke, I passed because the spirit of God came upon me and I would answer the question that nobody else knew. It was God. That's the way I preach. Amen. God knows it's time to clean up. And before we clean up, we have to start coming up. We have to, if you take a step, God will take the other step. It's time for you to get involved. This is the most difficult time in the world now because there's so much mess, so much distraction, so much filth. And the Bible said because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. Y'all better say amen. So God is calling us to repentance. I'm not going to even bring you around the altar today. But you're going to just bow your head while you at.